With 15 Grammys, four singles to top Billboard, and universally acclaimed projects, Alicia Keys has made her case for one of the greatest singer-songwriters of all time. Today, we're going through her catalog and ranking her studio albums from worst to first. This list will not include Keys 2, as it's basically a re-release of Keys. If you like the video, go ahead and tap that like button, keep the conversation going in the comments, and we are super thankful for you subscribing, sharing the channel, and building our community. Now that that's out of the way, I'm QB for Coach's Theory. Let's get to it. Number eight, Keys. Alicia's most recent project is also the first one on our list today. The first half of the album is a callback to projects like Song in A Minor and As I Am, which gives these tracks a lack of identity of their own. That's not to say there aren't bangers. Check out Plentiful, Billions, and Like Water. Just that it doesn't have enough impact as her earlier albums. The second half feels a little disjointed after hearing a lot of these tracks in their original compositions on disc one. We still recommend giving a listen to the unlocked versions, which is technically disc two of La La, Nat King Cole, and Come For Me. Those tracks are dope. Number seven, Here. Alicia's sixth studio album lands in our seventh spot. Despite a maturation in subject material, here ironically feels like a placeless entry into her catalog. This project sees Alicia really stepping out of her comfort zone, and we start to hear the more transparent and minimal sound she's adopted over her more recent projects. While this album gives us that more in-depth and intimate look into Alicia's life, none of the songs on this project hold the same staying power as previous offerings. Definitely give She Don't Really Care, Blended Family, and Where Do We Begin a listen though. Number six, Girl on Fire. Alicia's fifth album sees her collabing with artists like Nicki Minaj and Maxwell, pinning self-affirming anthems and exuding a confident never before heard on her projects. This project won her her third best R&B album Grammy, making her the most awarded artist in that category, and cemented her status as one of the genre's most prolific and accomplished songwriters. While she does blend a variety of genres like R&B, hip-hop, and rock well, the project does struggle with cohesion. We recommend checking out these three tracks, one of her best duets in Fire We Make, one of her most sonically ambitious songs in When It's All Over, and her most introspective with Brand New Me. Let us know what you think about those. Number five, The Element of Freedom. Arguably her most creative and explorative project to date, Element of Freedom sees Alicia experimenting with 808s, hitting piano ballads, and coming to terms with wanting to start a family. Songs like Unthinkable, That's How Strong My Love Is, and This Bed, show her full spectrum of singing and songwriting offering traditional R&B vibes while also being able to switch the tempo at a moment's notice. The record is ambitious and innovative in its balance of futuristic sounds mixed with top tier songwriting. The album can suffer from some pacing issues with songs like Wait Till You See My Smile, Love Is My Disease, and How It Feels to Fly, slowing momentum and adding a feeling of inconsistency. It finds itself just outside the top half of our list. Number four, Alicia. She does a much better job of incorporating genres like reggae, hip hop, R&B, and pop when compared to projects like Element of Freedom and Girl on Fire. This album sees some of her most well-executed collaborations with strong cuts featuring Miguel, Khalid, Snow Allegra, and Sampha, among others. Alicia is her most consistent effort in over a decade. Gems like Truth Without Love, Wasted Energy, and Jill Scott, define a timeless sound that helped her reach superstar status over the past 20 years. We just hope she can keep tapping into this sound on future projects. Number three, As I Am. Reminiscent of the 60s soundscape of R&B and pop, Alicia's third album is as smooth as butter. This project serves as a transitional point in her career where her artistic side reached a deal with her commercial side to strike the ideal balance between Diary of Alicia Keys writing with Girl on Fire commercial appeal. Tracks like Teenage Love Affair, Like You'll Never See Me Again, and The Thing About Love belong in the conversation of her best songs and fan favorites. While we're not big on another way to die, we gotta give her props for stepping outside her comfort zone and showing she's never scared to try something new. We think the project loses some sting toward the end, 
but it starts off too strong to fall behind anything we already mentioned. Number two, songs in A minor. Alicia's debut album makes it to number two on our list with heavy hitters like A Woman's Worth, Why Do I Feel So Sad, and Troubles around a catalog staple like Fallen. Every song on this project demands your attention. Alicia even had the confidence and capability to cover Prince on her introduction to the genre. At times, the album can sound one-dimensional, not stepping too far outside of the fundamental neo-soul vibe she established for herself. But it played to both her strengths as a writer and artist looking to shape the decade to come. Despite polish far beyond her years, Alicia still shows there's room for improvement when you hear her fully realized potential on her follow-up. Speaking of, number one, the Diary of Alicia Keys. This album embodies everything to love about R&B regardless of the era. She managed to take the most appealing qualities of her debut album and elevate them with a richer sound falling all over the spectrum of R&B. The Diary sticks true to its name and offers a much more intimate and personal sound, allowing the listener to hear Alicia grow throughout the project. You Don't Know My Name, produced by Young K. West, If I Ain't Got You, and Diary with Tony 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 is one of the best three song runs on any album throughout the decade. Special shout out to the sultry feeling you feeling me interlude. She really could have added two more minutes to that and we wouldn't have been mad, just saying. The Diary of Alicia Keys was a commercial success, selling more than 8 million copies and winning three Grammys that year. Its consistency and quality comfortably put it atop her discography and closes out our list here today. What are your thoughts on our list? Drop your top three Alicia Keys songs or interludes in the comments and let's talk about it. We out.